Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to Flashpoint TV. My name's Austin. We have a great show for you today. Let me say hello to my beautiful co-host. Mandy, how are you today? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. What an exciting guest we have on today. I hope everybody's rushed to their computers, wherever they are, to take advantage of this amazing person that we're going to uh, bring on. It's really exciting, especially with the games that are going on right now with the, yes. the uh, Eagle. Yes, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to see if we can get some inside information. Mm -hmm. But Today, it's. It, I want to welcome our audience, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, Amazon Fire TV, Roku, Apple TV, wherever you're streaming, whether you're live or playback, I want you to settle in. We got a great episode today. We titled this the underdog episode, and you're going to find out why in a moment. Uh, before, before we do, Mandy, will you help me kick the show off like we normally do every Absolutely. week? We'll help you kick the show off. And I just wanted to add in there that, as always, we're here because the audience comes first. So we want them to take part, to enjoy, yes. to ask questions, any thoughts they have around the guest or anything else, take part, interact with us. Even if you yes. tell where you're from, what you had for breakfast, we don't <laughs> care, just take part. <laughs> absolutely, and we got, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I now have my own little hourglass, which Congratulations. I pickle pink with. Although I would have chosen a different color sun, but I love it and I love playing with it. So we start the show off with the hourglass and we speak about what the hourglass represents. Now, um, before I get into it, I'm just going to give you a quote from Carita Kent because it ties in nicely with the hourglass. She said this, love the moment and the energy of that moment will spread beyond all boundaries. Mm. Is that not perfect to go with the hourglass? Because perfect. that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a top flask and a bottom flask. In the top, as the sand is falling, and you can you can see it falling, right? I think you can. It's, yes. it's gone blurred from my side. But anyway, so in the top, and you can see the sand falling. The sand represents everything in the future. And it's basically an illusion because it hasn't happened yet. Right. But as time goes by, the future falls through the middle of the hourglass and into the bottom flask. Now, the bottom flask represents everything that's past. So everything that's gone, even two seconds behind us, we cannot change it. We cannot affect it. Right. The only thing we can do with it is learn from it. Yes. So what's the other significance of the hourglass? Well, in line with that quote, love the moment and the energy of that moment will spread beyond boundaries. This is where the middle of the hourglass comes in because it's the in between the future and the past, which is the present, present. the present moment in time. And as this little debris as i call it says it's inspired productivity this is oh it's back to front there we go this is where life unfolds in the present moment of time it's all we have it's where the magic happens it's where change flashpoint happens and so that's what we focus on 
living fully in the present moment. And as she said, do that and that energy will spread beyond boundaries. It will create change lives. And in line with that, and I brought the mug with me as well, you have a show on a Sunday. Yep. Ah, there it is, called The Power of Pure Presence. And my mug says, live more fully now. So that's 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, Eastern Standard Time, and it's... um, Number 18, I believe. So you really focus on what the present moment means. You get into breathing and you use quotes and literally take us as if as if we're outside of this world looking in, but we can experience yes. it with you. And that's what it's all about. The Thank moment. you, Mandy. And, and our next guest is going to be Vince Papali. He's going to be joining us momentarily. And I'm sure he'll have a lot to say about living in the moment, yes. especially when you're playing on the on the most elite platform, the NFL. So we're going to get into that. The next thing we want to highlight before we bring Vince on is the light bulb. And this is a replica of the Thomas Edison light bulb. I picked this up in Menlo Park at the very location Thomas Edison landed on this rendition of the light bulb, which was in, it was in production for a hundred years. We showcased this because not only it's a, it's a great symbol of a breakthrough. By the way, if you're in the chat, I want you to type in, because we got a real time chat here. I want you to type in, do you have a symbol, something that you keep on your desk, around you, that that keeps mm-hmm. you inspired? Because we'd love to hear from you. But the quote is, I did, I did not fail 10,000 times. When Edison was asked, how does it feel to fail 10,000 times? He said, I did not fail 10,000 times. I successfully created 10,000 ways in which the light bulb could not be created. Think about that philosophy. Mm-hmm. That the failure is actually the success turned inside out. And I want to point out that our good friend Thomas Edison had a team. So it wasn't just him. He had a team behind him that were trying and trying and trying until, lo, we got the light bulb. So just keep this as a constant reminder, not, reminder, not only for your flashpoint, but the persistence required and how we can view that, those renditions that don't seem to work out. And if you put a spin on that, they were different ways. They had to different. Be- way had to be different for it to eventually succeed so never give up time yes. can change as, as long as we keep going and people proximity proximity with the team we all need a team of yes. life around us to support us so then we go on to the good old liberty <laughs> bell yep there it is this is the there liberty bell the good old liberty bell there it is freedom yes so we like to ring this when you in the chat room or even on the show, we have those special wow moments. Wow moments, yep. Yeah, really. And there's going to be a lot of wow moments on this. You're going to be working really hard today, Austin. Ring yes. that bell. <laughs> Absolutely. Make me ring this bell. Yes. So let's get into our guest, Mandy. Yeah, let's I'm going to the introduction. So Vince is going to, I've been texting Vince and reaching out to Vince. I'm like, Vince, I want to have you on the show. We focus on the breakthrough and he's got such a great story and he's been on many platforms, but this is the first time Vince is going to be on Flashpoint TV. So if you don't know, Vince, Vince became a 30 year old rookie in the NFL. And and the last I checked, it was the oldest non-kicking player in the NFL. And I'm going to read a little bit from his bio here on Father's Day, 1964, he was awarded a full track scholarship to St. Joseph's College and they didn't have a football team. So prior to that, he went to Interboro High School, which he was, which was about six miles from the Philly border. 
He became a Buccaneer with the high school. Vince earned his varsity letters in football, but I want to point out he only played one year of high school football. He also earned, earned a letter in basketball and track all in his senior year. So we're going to dig into that, like what happened before that. Track was the sport where Vince excelled as a pole vaulter, and it got him a full ride to St. Joseph's, which they call Hawk Hill. Yes. He was always told, I love this, he was too small to play high school football, although he was the fastest kid in Interborough. So later, an opportunity to join the Philadelphia Eagles unexpectedly presented itself. In 1976, Dick Vermeil announced, all comers are welcome to try out. This move by Vermeil was shocking and even perceived as a publicity stunt, but it proved to be very real. Vince was working as a part-time bartender, nightclub, nightclub doorman, and substitute teacher as he was on a leave of absence from teaching yep. at the time. That's where the movie Invincible picked up the story, but there's a lot more. Matter of fact, there's multiple movies and stories here is what I see. Yeah. He didn't get an invitation to the tryout like Wikipedia suggested, mm -hmm. but he did get four accredited years with the Philadelphia Eagles, earning his NFL pension, which was huge, and ultimately getting the last laugh. As a matter of fact, he's got a book called The Last Laugh. I want to learn more about that book. Mm, I that. And on some other notes in the movie Invincible, yes, Mark Wahlberg and Vince have remained friends. Max's bar, which was pictured in the movie, was real. And his three amigos friends, which one was a downer in the movie, that's all real. And Janet, his, Vince's wife, uh, they met in 76, but didn't get married until 1993. That's and right. Vince always be grateful for his two coaches in his life, George Corner and Dick Vermeil. But here's what I want to share. Uh, just which, I just loved the time communicating with Vince, what I learned. His passion for family and relationships comes across uh, and I've and Vince doesn't know this but I've talked to multiple people who know him I met him ultimately got connected with him through Rudy Rudiger but I knew other people that knew him and I got text messages he's a great guy he's a great guy he's I mean just you know it's like when you're not in the public eye who are you and Vince personifies that so I am so excited please if you're in the chat help me welcome the one and only Mr. Vince Papali yes Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you very much. Thanks, Austin. Thanks, Mandy. I, I really, I really, Mandy, I really enjoyed the uh, the hourglass. I have a, thank I you. have a saying. I, I said, win the day, you know. Yes. And, uh, get through the day, and what you said with the hourglass, you know, went right in there in the middle, and you know that is today, and, and you've got to get yourself through today, and then whatever happens, happens. But uh, hey, you know, it's a beautiful thing, and thanks, Austin, and my my man Rudy. I'm trying to center up here. Maybe I can move back a little bit. But uh, my man, Rudy, uh, you know, we're, we're good buddies. And, uh, you know, you're talking about Mark Wahlberg. And um, I'll get that. I'll get it yet. All right. Here we go. Good. Yeah, take your football, time. I can see. <laughs> All right. There we go. So uh, anyway, uh, you know, Mark and I are still friends. And uh, it's, been a, it's been a great relationship that we've had. And uh, yeah, it's great to it's great to connect with both of you. I'm, I'm really getting upset here. There we oh, go. Take your time. You're good. We, we got there you go. Oh. Perfect. So it's my OCDs coming out. That's that's the problem. <laughs> See, the older you get, you know what I'm saying? saying? I can't help myself, Mandy. You know, I always say I took too many hits to the head without a helmet. 
So. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a point I want to talk to you about that, but we'll get into it in a bit. Yeah, right. no, Vince, we're glad we want to definitely uh, get, get excited. A, very excited. Yeah, we're excited to get just kind of dig into your story a little bit. And I know I want to dig into some of the past stuff just because there's there may be somebody there may be like one person out there, you know, who doesn't know who you are, but uh, most people do. But I, I wanted to go back a little bit just to, because there's the movie, but then there's the story. And I know you, you wrote about that a little bit. But I wanted to dig in, like, what was your what was your childhood dream? Did you have a childhood dream? You know, was it always to do that or was there something else there? No, actually, I, I, I dreamt someday I'd be a Philadelphia Eagle. I was this little kid. We grew up in a housing project, a World War II housing project. Uh, it looked like a Monopoly board, you know, with the, with the hotels and the stuff there, you know, if you ever saw it. And, you know, and then my mom and dad, uh, uh, both uh, from immigrant families, uh, first uh first level immigrants and, uh, and and my mom and dad never getting beyond the eighth grade. I mean, the, the most humble background wow. you could possibly imagine. And, but we, you know, we always had that one thing. We always had the TV. Uh, it was a black and white TV to start. And then we were the first in the neighborhood somehow to get a color TV and everybody would pile to our house. But on Sundays, Sundays was reserved for Eagle football, no. <laughs> you know, Philadelphia Eagle football. And uh, we, back then, they didn't show the home games, you know, and then they got to the point where you had a sellout. They sell the home games. Now the home games are sold no matter, no matter what, no matter how many tickets they buy. But uh, there was this guy that played for the Eagles and his name was Tommy McDonald. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver from Oklahoma, about five, eight, five, nine. And just the guy was an absolute animal. And he was my idol. Cause when I was 14 years old, I didn't even weigh 80, 85, 90 pounds. Wasn't even five feet tall, about four ten, four eleven. And that's when you had said, uh, that I, I I was too small to play football. And uh, and then finally, when I was in ninth grade, my mentor, one of the guys that you had mentioned, my high school coach, who was my junior high school phys ed teacher then, uh, said, come on out for the football team. I was playing in these weight legs, you know, 100-pound legs, 85-pound legs, and that kind of stuff in the neighborhoods. And, um, and then I got my shot in junior high school. But then he wasn't there in high school. They had another coach. The guy was a Marine sergeant. And he said, you're too small. You'll get killed. So yeah. my senior year that wow. my mentor, coach, best friend, uh, George Corner said, come on out for the team. And as they say, the rest is history. So, yeah. you know, that's that's a little bit of that. But I always dreamed that someday I'd be a Philadelphia Eagle. And then I was a season ticket holder when I became a freshman in college at St. Joe's running track, yeah. pole vaulting. Yes. The pole vaulting, though, led to uh, actually was it was a great thing. My coach says, you're not just going to pole vault, Vince. You're going to do more things. So I wound up running the high hurdles. Uh, I was one of the fastest guys in the team. So I was the lead off for the sprint relay. I did the long jump, triple jump. So I did every, every track meet in college. I did five events, which he led, wow. which eventually led to the decathlon. And, uh, and, and, and that is another story that led to me getting into the NFL. So, you know, it's just, you know, it's just stepping stones, but uh, never, yeah. And you said it right. And, and you said, Mandy, you said it right in the, in the prologue there. And you're talking about never quit. You know, you just never quit. And that's Rudy. Rudy says never quit all the time, you know. And and Jimmy Valvano, you know, he got up yeah. and he received the award at the ESPYs. And he said, you never give up. You can never give up. And, you know, and, and it had a great impact on me because I'm a cancer survivor of 21 years. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you know, you, you know, I just I, I was just up in um, I was just up in Jacksonville with my friend Doug Peterson, the the Super Bowl winning coach for the Eagles. And I'm, I'm right now in Jupiter, Florida, and we went up there and I did, a, did an event for um, 
pediatric cancer with the Tom Coughlin, mm -hmm. uh, the J Fund, and you know, just really, really something very special. Yes. So, you know, like, like I said, you know, Mandy and, and Austin, you know, you got to win the day, man. And if you can't appreciate today. Oh, and you, you re Austin, you, you text me. You you need to text me that quote that Mandy had in the beginning. Yeah, well. Yeah, I've got another yeah. one for you based on everything. It was, it was fantastic. And I love I have some great quotes that I use in my speeches and uh, in, in my presentations. And, and that one was. That one is that's right up there with the top. You know, life is laudable. You know, I got I got them for dreams. I've got it for this and that. But that was a beauty. And 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 I'm definitely, if you don't mind, I'd like your permission to use it. Absolutely. To speak. Absolutely. I've got one more to add in there, based on what you just said. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. That's right. You're right. You're right. Yep. And, we don't, and we have that no quit attitude in our house and. You know, you were talking about what is that thing on, and you're talking about family, mm -hmm. and uh, what is that thing that I have on my desk? It, it's very, very simple. It's the picture of my family. Yes. You know, I am, I am today what. Mine are. <laughs> you know, about Gabby, Janet, and, and Vincenzo, my son Vinny, and um, and that's that's, that's 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 how I approach the day. That's my grandson's yeah. middle name, Vincenzo. Oh, isn't that a beautiful name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're, if you're just joining, we're here with Vince Papali, former Philadelphia Eagle. He's an ambassador for the Papali Group. He's a cancer survivor, author of The Last Laugh, and, and like I said, passionate about family. And, and you, just, you just said it, you know, it was, it's a photo of your family on your desk. So, Vince, we're, we're glad to have you here. I want to hear, we got some people in the chat. I'm just going to throw them up. And, right. uh, when, and when we come back, I just, I, I always see Flashpoint is about the moment. It's like, and I, I love because this was a great connection point when you have the invincible moments. Yes. Right. And, and right. We, we focus on the flashpoint moments because while we're we're doing what seems to be the mundane, like we're mastering the mundane. Right. When nobody's looking, we're practicing, we're working. But then there's a moment. Right. There's these moments where you're like, man, that makes sense. And I wanted to try to dig some of those moments from you when we when, after we do the uh, shares of the folks that are watching uh, real okay. time right now. So if you could think of like a couple moments, maybe one, maybe you realize you had turned the corner. We, we would love to dig that up. But okay. uh, Jose with me here. He's uh, good afternoon. He's excited to be here. And I think he was the guy that was leaning in with a pen and pad. So we have to give him <laughs> some, uh, some, some love. We got uh, Jeannie Manetti O'Connor from New York, New York State. Right? We got my good friend, Michelle here. She's with us. Yeah, my good friend Marlon out there in Point, <laughs> Iowa, the farmer, multimillionaire, teaching people how to grow wealth. And then we got there, there we go, Jose. He's leaning in with his pen and pad. So we got some great folks joining. If you're if you're joining, maybe type in what's the thing on your desk? Is it a photo of your family? Is it a little something that you have? Type that in. We want to hear that from you. So Vince, back to you. Um, you 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 had this dream. You you kind of stoked the fire up and down and you were labeled as not being big enough to play football, which is, that, that's the typical underdog, you know, the underdog story. And as you progressed, do you remember like the first key moment where you thought, man, maybe there's a shot, like maybe, maybe I can really do this. Like, was it a validation from a coach, a play? Like what, what can you remember or recall? I mean, at, 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 after high school and after college or, or in, or what, what, and, you know, the first thing that comes to mind, like um, maybe, cause I know you played one year of high school football. Maybe right. that was a big deal, right? Cause 
at the time you weren't playing before and all of a sudden now you're on the team, right? So well, that's right. See that because that was the, uh, that was the guy that was my coach, but that was my junior high school teacher then became the high school football coach. And he sought me out. He said, where are you? I, I said, well, you know, I was told it was too small to play football. And um, now, you know, I'm huge. I was five, seven, five, eight, 160 pounds. He says, you're coming out for the team. I want you to come out for the team. Now, I understand there was a lot of stuff going on in the, in, in the, in the sidelines, in the background, in this little house about the size of a garage I grew up in. And that was my mother's mental illness. Um, and, and she was in and out of mental hospital uh, two or three times. And I'm 12, 13, 14 years old. And I, I'm just absolutely crushed. I, no, no idea what's going on. It was you, you saw one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't funny. No. You know, I mean, I, I, I saw it. I experienced it. And this guy was my guy. He mentored me all the way through this. And he came after me when I was a senior. And he said, you're coming out for the team. And he really hadn't seen me do anything, you know, in a couple of years because he was still at the junior high school. And then when he saw me run and catch the football, he actually changed the entire offense to focus the entire offense around um, me and receiving and the quarterback uh, who was a center. And it converted the center into a quarterback who wound up, believe it or not, getting drafted after going to Westchester. We all know Westchester from our neighborhood. Uh, he, he went on and got, he got drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. So, you know, but, but this guy, you know, I, I, to me, that was like all of a sudden, you know, I'm included. I, I'm, I'm part of this team. And, and then, gosh, don't you know, I go and we, we were undefeated and, uh, and, and had a great season. And then I go and get my basketball scar, I mean, my basketball letter. And, uh, and then, the, then the track and field thing just broke open. You know, I said, can I pole vault? I, I used to pole yeah. vault across the creek with a bamboo pole. And, uh, and over the over the clotheslines in the backyard, yeah. we didn't have, we didn't, Mandy, we didn't have washers and dryers back then in the fifties. No, they didn't. And uh, you know, you had the scrub board and the whole deal. And um, and when you know it, at Father's Day, you said Father's Day. You mentioned that it's very special to me uh, because that's when I beat everybody that got scholarships over me in the Philadelphia area. I beat them all head to head. There were four of them. Wow, and, man! And I, that's cool. I, I had fourteen six. And the world's record was 16 feet. And this wow. Luna Castro comes up, and you talk about invincible moments. There was one of them. This guy comes up. He gave me a scholarship on the, on, 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 on top of it. Uh, we were wow. we were depleted. Our family, you know, my dad was always there for me, and at all the events and games, uh, we were depleted. The insurance was was running out, you know, and and it just you know the, the cost of all the medications that my mom was taking. And I was able to, my Father's Day gift to my dad was a scholarship to St. Joseph's College, now slash university. And you know, you know what? I get goose pimples telling this story. Oh, it's me too. Well, the first <laughs> time my dad ever told me that he loved me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. And I'm not, I'm not being critical of my dad. He was just, you know, he was, a, he was, he was the son of a pig farmer. My grandpa from Naples, you know, he was a pig farmer in suburban Philly by the airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is how he grew up. And, uh, you know, so love wasn't part of the wasn't part of the vocabulary, whether it was Italian or English, you know, and uh, and, and that point on. And it, it just it just bonded me and my dad. And and uh, he was an integral part in, in all the successes uh, that I've been that, wow. that I've been lucky enough to have. Well, Vince, you know, I'm hearing I know everybody focuses on the Hollywood moment, but what I'm hearing is the theme of the underdog all throughout your story. Yeah. And in Flashpoint, I, I just wrote a book, actually, we're going to be releasing in December, 
But one of the things I write about is called the polarity principle. And a lot of times when we go through our journey, we look at all the bad stuff and we feel like it shouldn't be happening. And what I hear in your story, you, you rose above that and you turned it into your story, like your mom with the mental illness, right? Your, your dad was tough. And a lot of times, like, cause me, I was trapped in my story. I was trapped and it shouldn't be like this. Everybody's here. I'm down here. And that's why I have a quote that says, I took the long road, but I'm still going to end up on time. And so are you. And that's what I'm hearing in your story. Like everything that happened, you just, you just had something inside that was going to turn it into something good. And so before I turn it back over to you, I just want to share this, the definition of an underdog. Yes. A competitor thought to have little chance of winning a fight or a contest. Get this, a loser or predicted loser in a struggle or contest. The struggle was real. Mm -hmm. And so I hear underdog all throughout your story and I hear overcoming all throughout your story, Vince. Well, you know, and a lot of it is that hourglass that Mandy had just talked about, you know, and those grains of sand. And, and and those that you know the, the, the ones in the top and I listened it was it was an absolutely great great um, way to describe the future and you know what the future holds and and I talk about when I go out and speak I, I talk about the future being potential and yep. this greatness that we have within us that is just dying and waiting to come out and what are you going to do if you're going to waste your potential uh, you know and be that dreamer that's not willing to pay the price have that dream come true and then you're just a poser you know yeah. but we all have that within us and it's all in that grain of sand that mandy was just talking about and what you had just said yeah. there you know you it's so easy so easy for everybody right now to blame everybody else on everything that was going yeah. on they can blame the pandemic they can blame this they can blame the, the mask they can but you know what it is it all comes down to us and, and we are the ones that really need to solve it. We need to grasp everybody, love everybody for what they are, not who they are, and 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 just just be more caring and and, and observant about what's happening around us. And and that's my philosophy, and it's and that's what I pass on to my children. It's my my wife Janet. She was a coach, world class gymnast. Um, yes. You know, we we share that same philosophy, and it's and it's working. It's working. We're we're very very blessed. Very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Mandy, I know there was something you wanted to say. We're going to take a short little break and uh, after Mandy shares. And then I, I want to dig into uh, the moment with the Eagles, uh, your relationship with Dennis Franks. And I do want to talk about your family. I, I know, I mean, your wife is amazing, Vince. I just was her story. We could, I mean, we could do a whole hour, you know, just or more. <laughs> so I definitely want to, I want to get some of that story as well. But Mandy, did you she makes me look like I'm in a coma, Mandy. I'll tell you that. She's got so much energy. Oh, I know. It's it's done the same for me. I'm a past athlete myself. In in 76, I was the most I was the fastest woman on the planet in the hundred meters, 10.8 seconds. I was unbeaten. What is your last name? Robinson. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Robinson. Wolverhampton Stadium, England. <laughs> And I'm here for it. Oh, I'm, I'm relating to everything you're saying. But, you know, I, I did a show. I have a show on a Wednesday evening and I spoke about the power of beliefs last night. And I wanted to address this with you because I'm fe I'm feeling it. I'm really feeling it. What would you say if I said to you that your belief in yourself is the single most powerful tool that you have? How would you respond to that? I would say you're absolutely correct, but I'd also add on to that what 
what uh, we had right in the beginning, Austin, when you were talking about teamwork. Yes. And when you surround yourself with the team that has that same belief, not only in themselves, but that belief in you, like my coach. Mm -hmm. That's right. There you go, like Dick Vermeil, like yeah. my wife. I mean, you know, when you hear Janet's story, the oldest of nine, first six girls, you're the one that you're Cinderella. You know, your sisters are better gymnasts than you are. But guess what? I'm right over here. My right hand on my shoulder right over here is her USA jersey that she wore back in the, mm. back in the early 70s. Oh, ring that bell. That's a, that's yeah, a we want to see that. Let's see that. Can we yeah. see that real quick, Vince? Yeah, here we go. Since we're in the moment here. Oh, it is. Ah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, isn't that wow. great? Now, there's my Phillies hat, by the way, I have right oh, there. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. I got that on the list. Yeah, I definitely would love to have. Uh, screw me up, man! I just—it took me like 15 minutes to center this. Gosh darn! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, I got one other question for you, and I—I I know we're going to get into it, but I, I have to ask you this because I want an answer to it. Who scores a winning touchdown without a mouth guard, and why didn't you have a mouth guard? <laughs> why didn't I wear a mouth guard? Yes. I couldn't breathe. Really. No, I couldn't breathe with a mouth cord in. Yeah, so. you gotta pause and breathe, Mandy. Right? You gotta pause and breathe. You gotta be able to breathe. I just, I just, I just, I put about five or six double bubbles in my mouth. Wow. And that was that was my mouth. I, I didn't wear knee pads, hip pads, shoulder, just just pieces of leather basically for my shoulder pads. You can see the wow. you can see the right shoulder there. That's that was the result of that. Wow. But uh, hey, it is what it is, man. You, you yeah, you had it. Right. That's what you did at that time. Yeah. So, great question. So, Vince, could you stay with us? You got because we're going to do a little short little thing. I'd like to bring you back on and just talk. Yeah, about man. It. Yeah, I'm hanging. All right. Awesome. So, I'm going to share. This is um, we have a, a a documentary that we're making, and we have a little little highlight. I'm going to share that. Okay. So we'll share that, and then we'll come back on. So, All let's right, do that good. now. My name is Marilyn Morales. I'm here because I want to help people to heal. I want to heal. I want to be different. I want to be more productive. And I think anybody that comes here is going to find that same thing. They're breathing. Welcome, welcome back. I've got goosebumps from head to toe. Yeah, we just wanted to, we're, we have this documentary we're doing, Vince. We're going to release it December 16th, and I also wrote a book. And I want to get to your book, too, because I know you wrote one with, with your wife, Janet, and you wrote The Last Laugh. So I just want to give that out because we got a lot we're building with the community. And I want to pick your brain, too, by the end, because we feel that right now people need, they need your story, Vince. They need Mandy's story. Like they need to know there's people who care that yeah. can flash a light 
in an area where it's dark in their lives. And I definitely want to want to pick your brain about that. So I want to, but, but before we get to the end of this, because I want you to leave like a message to these upcoming generations as well that are, you know, they're in a new, we're in a new world and they're trying to figure it out. So, um, but before we do, let's, let's talk about the, um, this with the Eagles. Now you, I just wanted to know the toughest moment that you, you had to overcome. Like what, when you think about like this journey, right? You had this dream, you're stoking it, you got the ups and downs, you come in an unconventional way. You're, you're, you're just, you're like an outlier at this point. And you, you get this, you get this moment. And I was, I love the moment in the movie. I don't know if it's true, but with, with uh, Frank's, when you got, when you're in the dorm room and he's got the fingers and you see the fingers, is that a true story? Yeah. Well, it's, it, it didn't happen in the dorm room. I had a different, uh, you know, he was my eventual roommate. Uh, when we when uh, we both wound up making the team and he went to he went to Michigan. He was the center of Michigan. He was too small, you know, and then he wound up becoming captain of special teams. But, uh, yeah, that 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 was that was true. But, uh, you know, the, there there was that special moment. I had my invincible moment. It was against the Miami Dolphins and uh, just a couple of miles from where I am right now, which was wow. pretty cool. I remember watching a game of theirs and really enjoying it. And it was one of the first times I ever watched. American football, and I actually enjoyed it. Well, it's, it's a lot of fun. like I said, my son Vinny almost played up there in Montreal, but yeah. because of the COVID, everything was canceled, and he wound up playing uh, in the spring league. Now he's with the USFL, so it's that's that's fun. Yeah. So, awesome. so let's this moment you're playing Miami. What's the what's what's the moment? What's happening? Well, it's uh, back then uh, in '76. We had six preseason games, uh, eight. Eight weeks of training camp, and we played 14 games the first two seasons I played. And, and training camp was brutal. I mean, it was full pads, and, uh, you know, there, there was it was really hard. Anyway, uh, it, we're playing the Dolphins in the fourth game, and, and I'm leading the team in receptions. And, 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 I mean, how's this happening? What? And all of a sudden, the coach comes up. It's a night game. It's on Friday night. We're playing at the Orange Bowl. The Orange Bowl, right? Wow. And, you know, you're growing up, you, you know, Philly, you're looking at Philly, you're, it's New Year's Day, and you're looking at the palm trees, you're, you're, and it's, you know, it's like miserable weather where we are, you know, we just got done with Mummer's Parade, for crying out loud, and it's New Year's, and so anyway, it's a Friday, and, and it's so, and and I, he says, you, you ready to go, Vince, he says, I'm going to give you the roll, I'm going to give you a start tonight, he says, uh, Harold's a little banged up, our, 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 our all-American, all all, all all everything, Um all pro wide receiver, Howard Carmichael. He says, he's a little nicked and we don't want to take any chances. So you got to start. He says, are you ready? And I said, coach, I was born ready, baby. Born <laughs> ready. Yes. Ring that bell. Born yeah. ready. Yes. Well, I'm doing yeah. a warm up and there, and there's, there's a guy, yo, Vince, yo, Vince, yo, Vince. And I turn around, here's a guy I grew up with in the, in, in the, in the, uh. right. What are you doing, man? Oh my God! He says I came to see you play, and he's. I said I'm starting. I said I'm, I'm starting. Oh man, that's so and, good. Uh, and so anyway, I I had a great game, and I had, I had a, bu a bunch of knockdown blocks, a couple a uh, couple tackles on special teams, and, nice. and I had five catches. And and uh, and the next day, Coach Ramil uh, showed my highlight of the night before to the team, and he said, "You see this guy right here? He 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 has no right to be here, but he's going to wind up making this football okay. team." And that's when I knew I had it made. And I called my dad oh. and we get 
So the, the, the reporters came to me and they said, well, what do you think of your performance? I said, well, what do you think of your future? I said, well, my future went from partly cloudy to partly sunny. <laughs> and, and I did. I have that headline. It's a headline in my scrapbook. And, uh, you know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's, that's great. Uh, what yeah. a great story. So, yeah, you know, it's... Um, it, it it was really cool, and 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 then it just it, it just grew after that. And then you know you start getting your confidence, and and then I made the big play that the, the play at the end of the movie. That's true. The the, Giants. the the knuckle thing that was true. It's all and I and I convert that knuckle thing. And uh, Mandy, you'll appreciate this because you were talking about you know you have to be able to adjust and yes. and those kinds of things. Well, at the end, I showed the, I actually show a clip of that that scene, and I say, well, let's turn this around and turn it into your life. And it's called analyze, adjust, and achieve, analyze, adjust, and achieve the trip ways. And the analyze part is understanding what, what up, whatever you're up against, whether it's an opponent or uh, you've got something you've got to deal, get to know as much as you can. The, 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 uh, the, uh, the adapt part is the audible, you know, check zero like there and the, and the achieve part is get it done. And that, that's what it's all about. And it's, it's all metaphoric. Life is a metaphor. Life is an audible, yeah. you know, I and, then say those like, again, Vince. I just want our audience to get that. And we got some shares to get to. What, say those three A's again for us. Yeah. Analyze, adapt, and achieve. Analyze, adapt, and, and achieve. And I love the audible. I use that all the time. I think I've used it with Mandy. I said, we're calling an audible. What does that mean, right? It's like life's changing. We got to make an adjustment. Yeah, you, know? you got to pivot. You know, if you're in sales, for example, and yeah. you go, well, you've, only got one, you've only got one presentation to give to somebody, uh, you know, and that whatever it could be insurance, could be whatever it might be. You've got to be able to have different plans for them. Have your B, C, D, E, F, and G. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you don't, and Mandy, you know that in athletics yeah. and, you know, with training and, and, you know, you get nicked a little bit. So how do you stay in shape? Well, then that's when you have to go and you have your audible and you do whatever you need to do in order to take care of the injury, but eventually yeah. it bring it back to what you got to do and what you, you do. got it. Yeah, I, great stuff, Vince. Uh, I really appreciate it. We got six minutes because I know you got to leave at, at, th at 3.45. But, you know, we'd love to have you back, maybe with your wife at some point. I'd love to dig yeah. into her story. Um, I, I do want to get to the Phillies and the Eagles playing tonight. It's just mind-blowing. Um, but um, what? What? Do, a couple of things. You, you started the Papali Group. You're the ambassador. It's a family affair. You're in the real estate market. And I just want you to shout that out uh, if you could. Um, and then I'd like you to give a, a message to, you know, to the generations and right now during this time. Well, the Papali Group, that's actually, that's, that's my son, Vincent. Uh, okay. He came up with the idea and, you know, he's got, he's got his real estate license in three states. So the Papali Group is my wife, it's my daughter, Gabrielle, it's my son, Vinny. Uh, Gabby, a Syracuse grad, worked for the 76ers in, in live events. Oh, and she gave that up to come full time here with real estate. And, um, and, and basically what the Papali Group's about is just an alternative look at the way you buy and to sell a home, you know, and, 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 it's a, and it's a feeling, it's a gut feeling. And we have not only just my immediate family, but we have a team and we're starting to expand around the three-state area and we're very excited about it. We have about eight people now on the, uh, on the Papali team. And, you know, you, you said teamwork makes a dream work, you know, one of the biggest dreams that most people have is a dream of, of buying and uh, buying a home. But now, you know, with what's going on and the interest rate today went up another yeah. three, the 0.75. And I used to do mortgages. And listen, when I started mortgages, the interest rate was 16%. Right. Yeah. I mean, back, right. yeah, back in the, in the early 90s. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on. And, and the Papali Group, I'm really proud of. 
um, and we're, we're all together, you know, and, and Gabby and Vinny are really focused in on it. And Janet has been in the game for 40 years. And Janet, by the way, for those of you, yeah, I sort of gave you the hint. She was on the USA World uh, World Team back in the early 70s and was the head coach at the University of Pennsylvania, started the program, and has co- taught and coached gymnastics all over the world. She's literally world-renowned, and I'm cool. just so blessed I, I always say I kicked my coverage with Janet. So. Well, I love that. I love that line. But but Vince, you know, I, you and your wife are the first husband and wife team inducted into the Pennsylvania Sports Hall of Fame for your athletic achievements. So that that's incredible. I mean, you both are. It's it's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty wild when you think about it. You know, we don't even think about that. It's about what you do today. You know, you can right. have those accolades, and I can look around and I'll see all the trophies and the pictures. But that's what I was saying right toward the beginning. You know, you got to win today because tomorrow's another day. You don't know what's going to, you know, things could automatically already change. And I'll say, you got to start wearing masks again, you know, and yeah. um, you, you just don't know. So you got to prepare and make sure you like that hourglass uh, right yeah. there at that little center. That's today. That's the one that yep. you're grabbing onto because the future tomorrow is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, there it is. We got two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what's the one thing that you do? If you had to pick one thing, because I know there's multiple things, but what's the one thing that you do to win the day? If you had to do one thing, what's the, like the first thing or the one thing that you do? Try to make a difference in someone's life. Yes. Yeah. You know, huddle, huddle up today um, and, and make a difference with tomorrow in mind. And yep. and that's what it's all about. And, you know, doing whatever. And um, And I'm in a position because of the movie Invincible, because somebody that people think that, that that's really cool or that makes me special. I'm just a dad. Uh, I'm a husband. You know, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And uh, I bless every day that I have. I bless my family. I bless my friends. Uh, I try to treat everybody I meet. You know, there's no bull crap. I try to meet. I try to treat everybody I meet as if they're the most important person I've ever met. And Dick Vermeil told me that one. And God bless Dick Vermeil for giving me the opportunity and Coach George Corner for saving me when I really needed somebody to get a hug. And and if, if it weren't for George, I'm getting, I'm getting goose pimples me now. Me too. Me too. Oh my God. Uh, well, those people. That's for sure. Yeah. And you know what? And, and what you, and you have that person in your life, every one of us. And I, and I tell when I'm out, it's just make sure you get in touch with people. Yeah. You know, I just received an award and, and I, and I just made a phone call uh, to my, uh, to my coach. That actually was Dick Vermeer when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. And I was talking and Dick from me on how much of an impact he made. And I called George Corner and I said, coach, and I started crying. And I said, I love you. I love you. He said, what's this all about? I said, is there something going on? I said, no. I, I said, I just love you. I, I, I am today what I am because of you. And uh, so there's those people in your life and make sure that they know, you know, send them a little note, send them a letter, send them a text, whatever, but let them know how much of an impact they've made on your life because you just never know what's going to happen. So important. I know we got a thousand questions for you. I just want to share a, a quote at the bottom of the screen. Well, I, got, I, got, I got a few more minutes. I'm, I didn't get the knock on the door. So okay. I, okay. So, so we'll keep going. So, so Vince, if you want to continue to go on, I mean, I, I yeah, got look at the screen there. Can you see the screen? Invincible is a synergy of your mind, body, and spirit. When the body in is fit, the mind and spirit will last. That's- that's Vince's quote. So, you know, I love that. Like, because it doesn't give you time to think. It's like, get your body in fit, 
yes. and the mind and the spirit will follow. And, and, and I know you and Janet have a fitness regimen. Do you still do that? Like what, what do you typically do? Well, yeah, well, it's not as intense as it used to be. Because okay. I'm looking right here at a couple of bicycles and the, you know, and you're you're <laughs> yeah, we, we have, we have our routine and, you know, you're only as pretty as you feel. And, uh, you know, our, our, our successes and, and our, our, our um, I, I guess the way we define ourselves is how, how we look and how we feel. And mm -hmm. the only way is to try to eat properly. And I'm the, probably the worst at that. I, I still <laughs> like having fun. And, uh, you know, tonight is going to be great. We've got to, we've got to, uh, we, we got a double header with the Eagles and the uh, Phillies. Yes. I'm sorry. Really excited. <laughs> Matter of fact, Mandy, yeah, I know you have questions. Yeah, so I, I, got to... my Eagles, I got my Phillies hat here. I got my Eagles hat here. Oh, yeah. And I have Veterans Stadium right here. That's that's okay. the vet. You know? <laughs> I got, and I got one for you. I got I'm one for you. you. You ready for this? Hang on. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm getting another one. Philly <laughs> underdogs. Look at that. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, we are. You know, and that's, that's, and, and you know what? We, we relish that. Look at the, look at the Super Bowl team, you know, with Jason yeah. and, and him getting up there, you know, the ultimate underdogs and, you know, Doug Peterson, what he did. We're, we're, we've been buddies since 99. So I'm actually going up to Jacksonville this weekend to see them beat the Raiders. So it'll be fun. I'm, I'm going to interject because I want I want to put this in. I I did a lot of research on you, and I basically summed you up in about three or four sentences. And wow. I, I get it all out. We all have potential to do something extraordinary. Do the impossible. Do the unthinkable. And maybe have a dream come true. Don't let people tell you that you can't do it. Hustle. Work hard. Have a good attitude. You can do it. Uh, where's the last little bit? Hold on. Have passion. When the opportunity comes, make your dream come true. That's what I'm most proud of. That's what you said. And what did you add after that? It only took me showing up at the Veterans Stadium. That is a key phrase in our community. Yeah. Keep showing mm, up to life and it was nancy reagan who said say yes to your life i love you for all of that thank you outstanding vince i mean and i feel like as i was reading your story i'm like more people need to know your story i mean uh, you know it's it, it, it's out there you know that it's there you know you, you mentioned uh this is the, the uh, you know i have a this is the book actually uh this is a book that janet and i wrote and she yes that's the book that Janet and I wrote, and it's a, it's it's Mandy. It's it's called Be Invincible: Playbook for Reaching Your Full Potential. I've got and, it written uh, down. Yeah, and the website. And, your website's at the bottom of the screen here. Vince, oh, yeah. can they buy that book on the website? No, that's sold out. But you can get this one. This is uh, the last laugh from Vision to Victory, and okay. and uh, my my friend Dennis Franks, my best friend, Godfather, of my children, uh, basically my brother from another mother. Uh, yeah. He passed October sixteenth last year. And oh. um, but I, you know, I feel Denny all the time. He, he's always in my heart, my spirit, and and he'll always be with me there. You know, you gotta. And it was, you know, we were talking about teamwork, and you know, it takes teamwork to make the dream work. And it, it, here's, yeah, I mean, th this right here, th this is th this is from the Navy SEALs. I spoke oh. to SEAL Team Six, and that's one of their oars. And I use that as my metaphor when I talk about teamwork. And when one person goes down, the other one has to come up. We all gotta. You know, you don't only play for yourself, you play for your teammate. And um, yeah. it's as simple as that.
and you surround yourself with a team that you can trust. That's right. That's that's why I mentioned it with the Thomas Edison light bulb, because most people don't know that he had a team of people helping him. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't know that. that Yeah, you you always think there's those Thomas. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. Here we go. You know, and, so, and you, also, you also had a Navy SEALs philosophy philosophy about the next man up, right? Uh-huh. If we lose a guy, don't mind, don't make excuses. Just do the next job you're supposed to do. Again, never quitting. That's yeah. right. Or if you just don't succeed in what you're trying to do, you don't make excuses. You look and you try mm-hmm. to find a positive out of it. I, this is the way we we try to raise our children. This is the way. With Janet is, you know, because Janet's the captain of our team, you know, the Papawi group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people are going to make mistakes, but, you know, it's it's those of volition, and not yeah. omission. And, uh, you know, you just, just hustle. hustle. It's not about hustle. Keep Keep going. And not letting people define who you are. You define yourself. And, uh, yeah. and you know, and people are threatened by that. They are. And But you, you just, you just got to be who you are. Yeah, exactly. I try to be nice, you know. Don't, don't mess with me. I used to make a living, guys, on their, knocking guys in their butt, you know. Don't yeah. well, and not wearing the appropriate pads. <laughs> you know, just, I'll be nice to you. Just be nice back. That's all. There you go. Well, Vince, we got a beautiful share here from Tony. Vince lives by that. He definitely made me feel important, and he was so gracious to everyone that caught up to him. So this is a memory from Philadelphia here. Oh, cool. Somebody Thank interacted you. with you. Yo, Tony, how you doing? Thank oh, you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. There you go. <laughs> and this, we're going to have to make this happen, I think. You know, you know the art museum steps for crying out loud. We were just there a couple of weeks ago on the steps with my with, with my family and some of the Papelli group. We used, the, we used that as a backdrop for, for our, our, our Philadelphia team. Yeah. I'd love to meet you there. We got to do that the next time you're here. Yeah. Um, but this is, uh, oh yeah, we'll have to make this happen. We'll have to get you an hourglass for sure. <laughs> I do have, uh, by the way, I, I do have um, the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's in our bookshelf uh, in the other room, in the family room. And, and it was given to me by, uh, by Mayor Frank Rizzo, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. And, you know, ironically, uh, we don't live too far. I have, a, I have what's called a pit stop in Philly and it's in Queen Village not too far from, uh, you know, second and south, second and Bainbridge, you know that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. My, yes, my son Vinny's living right now. So, Good but we're stuff. down here, me, Gabby, and uh, Janet, we're taking care of things down here in Florida. Down in Florida, right. And yeah. by the way, this, this, I, I did want to ask you, it's the three states, are you still doing business up here in New Jersey? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Janet, Janet goes back and forth, Vinny's handling it up there, Gabby's handling it down here and Janet handles on both. So we, and we have, and we're getting teammates in all three states, New Jersey, Delaware, I mean, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and the great state of Florida. So it's- There all- you go, you got it. That's a good, that's a good triangle right there. Yeah, it's not too shabby. So actually I'm coming up, uh, I'm coming up for the uh, 50th reunion at the given award to one of my assistant coaches uh, at Interboro Buccaneer track team. So, uh, you know, and we're gonna pass the torch, but. I'll be up in Philadelphia in a couple of weeks. So looking forward no. to that. Yeah, definitely. We'd l- love to, I'd love to see if you have time. Maybe to we'll connect. Yeah. Maybe yeah, the love to. Up in the they will connect. Yeah. yeah so uh, I do, I do want to get to the Phillies. I want to know what like you're thinking about tonight. Like, I don't ever remember this, like Phillies Eagles on a weeknight. I mean, 
What do you think about what's going to happen tonight, like with the Phillies, first of all? Well, we're both going to win. You know, the Phillies are going to be three and two. Uh, you know, we got uh, we got the number on their pitcher tonight. So last night, uh, they're a little bit angry that they got uh, not only shut out, but they got hit out. And, uh, you know, and the Eagles, how, how can you deny the Eagles right now? You know, they're seven to no. We expect they'll be eight no tonight. Uh, got a little spot right around the corner and a little pizza joint called Rico's and they they promised us we're going to have the double feature there. It's going to be Eagles and Phillies wow. all over the place, and we've got a we've got a crowd of about twenty five or thirty uh, Philly uh, fans, Eagles and 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 the Philadelphia Union, by the way. And yeah, know, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, congratulations to them. They're they're now in the finals for the MOS. So it's it's all good, man. It's you know it's a great town. The Philly has a has a reputation, but let me tell you, it's it's well deserved sometimes. But their, their fans are fierce, and, and they're there behind you. All they want, they want it's Manny, and you. Talk, they want that effort. They that's, want. They like yes. that. Passion. They like the effort, and that's why I was one of them. I'm a season ticket holder for ten years, and the reason I'm so popular, I guess, up there in, in Philly is simply because I'm one of them. You know that I I, I put the helmet and the shoulder pads on for them. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. And you know, Philly's involved. I, I feel like since we won that Super Bowl. Philly's involved. Like we still have that rough and tumble, but but th there's that incredible heart that yeah, still yeah, beats. And yeah. now we're producing more like the, with the Phillies in it and the Eagles and, and the Union. It's just incredible up here. And I think I just here's what I think. This sounds crazy, but I think Houston pitching a no hitter last night is a blessing in disguise because they were celebrating a little too much, Vince. That it was almost like they, you know. So I think the Eagles or the Phillies are going to take that. And they're going to turn it tonight, and they're going to have a breakout game. So I'm with I hope you. so. I hope so. Yeah. So, Mandy, final thoughts before we say goodbye. Vince, it's been an honor to have you. I've been yeah, thanks, man. It's been great. I really enjoyed it. Looking forward to it. Just, just, I'm, I'm thrilled to bits to have met you, to, to have researched you, to have, your wife as well. Beautiful bio. What you bring to the table in inspiration and making a difference in people's lives. That's that's what we're all about, right? Even if it's a difference in the life of one person, mm -hmm. and never quitting, never say die, keep going, keep inspiring, and love on people. I love that you said hug people more. I'm a hugger. Love people more. Tell them you love them. Leave little notes. It doesn't matter how many times. Yeah. Just keep spreading the love, mm -hmm. and I honor you for that. And congratulations on that touchdown without a mouth guard. <laughs> I'll always remember you for that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Vince. All right. We'll see you in Philly. We'll see you in the art museum steps. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. We'll see you Great. later. All right. See bye. You later. Thank you so bye. much. It was bye. a lot of fun. Love bye. -bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Wow, Mandy. That was incredible with bye. everything I thought and more. I uh, feel like playing football now. Yeah, right. Well, American football is amazing. But, you know, Vince has such a great story. And I feel oh, like getting it out there more, especially now, yeah. is so important. People need to hear what people have overcome. Right. They, they need to know about it. They need to hear it. And I do want to grab we have a couple of minutes. I'm, I want to grab some shares and I want to give a commercial some exciting news. Right. Uh, you want to. Um, well, actually, I'll do it because I have the graphic here. So in about I don't know when but it's probably going to be December. I have an exciting, exciting news. And then we're going to come back and grab your final shares in the closing minutes. Let me share the exciting news.
So we here at Flashpoint have secured an interview with the head researcher and the official author of the Vincent Van Gogh Museum for the new book that he's just releasing. And it's the woman who made Vincent Van Gogh famous. It's about Vincent Van Gogh's sister-in-law and all the work she did, this incredible woman, mm -hmm. to get Vincent Van Gogh's artwork to the world. We are going to have that interview for you here, probably released in December. Uh, we have about three minutes left. I just want to grab as many shares as I can. Yes. Um, another great interview. Thank you, Tony. Congratulations. Thank you, Michelle. Very, 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 very cool. Thank you. I show in the history of the universe. Great show in the history of the universe. And I love this. Keep hugging and loving on people. Absolutely. Uh, seriously, this was amazing. Thank you so much, Vince, for your time your story and your passion. Absolutely amazing. We, we just, uh, we love sharing these stories and Vince is a great story. I, mean, I think he embodies the underdog. Oh, absolutely. Completely. Completely embodies the struggles he went through. And yet that seed was planted at a very early, young age and he, he kept watering it. And he said, I know I can do it if I just have the opportunity and then boom, the opportunity presented itself and he was right there and, the rest is history, as they say. I love the connection between Vince and Mandy. There you go. We had some oh, beautiful thanks, energy here. <laughs> we, uh, we, Vince, are blessed to have you here with us at Flashpoint. Absolutely. Uh, so we're just grabbing some shares here as we close out the final minutes. Loving this. Yeah. Um, amazing coach that recognized your potential and changed your life. That's the coach yeah. that stepped into Vince's life. Yeah. So that was great. And Jose's talking about the quote, winners always find a way to win. And we were just yeah. talking about that. So this is a uh, great show. We want to thank you so much for being yeah. here. We want to continue to invite you. I'm going to share my website here. I think I uploaded it. I'm going to leave that as the closing thing here. You can, all you got to do is get your phone. You can scan the QR code and you can get to my website so you can connect with us and step out of TV land and step into the live chat or whatever suits you. So, Mandy, thank you so much for helping make this show incredible. And we'll be back on Sunday with Power of Pure Presence. And Mandy about the hourglass. You got it. Have a great day, everyone. Stay blessed.